Hi, I'm Charlie Melton with Charlie Mike Precision. I'd just like to congratulate Talking Lad on their 300th episode. Glad to be a part of it. Coming in clear. Looking chicken. Joking chicken. <laughs> Lick it before you stick it. <laughs> Countdown. All right, Leadheads, we are back with another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Lefty, and this is episode 307, one away from the iconic 308. So we'll have to do something special for that episode. But I was just informed by one of our guests that uh, 307 is actually around also. And uh, I'll introduce our guest and I'll let him do some splaining on that for you guys. So joining me from my left to my right, we have none other than our good buddy and world famous sniper, Charlie Melton of Charlie Mike Precision, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Leadhead? Welcome in. And to his left... We have up in Utah his uh, his cohort, his partner in crime, Brad Starr with Performance Guns and Tejas Rifles. Brad? How is everybody? Doing great. Doing great. Just came off uh, an awesome Independence Week weekend. So I'm sure everybody's feeling that a little bit. And then joining us also from Utah, another partner in crime when he's available and not in the hospital. <laughs> we've, we've got J-Mac Hello, hello USA, the official optics of Talking Lead J-Mac, are you all drugged up? Are you going to be able to, to talk and be coherent? I'm sorry, what? I wasn't listening <laughs> That answers my question, perfect yes. like I'm, I'm in traction <laughs> And then a little further left but not left on the political scale. We've got our good buddy Guy Connor with Southwest Telephone and Fordham Tactical. Guy. took a drink right as he as he introduced. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Tried some of that that Murica bourbon. <laughs> Best bourbon in America. There you go. That's that's what one of our leadhead says anyway. It's just not for breakfast anymore. <laughs> so, guys, welcome in. And, and Leadheads, as you can probably guess, we're going to be talking about Charlie Melton's most recent shot down in what, south of Salt Lake City. I can't say where we were. Um, the desert. The desert. A lot better location, I think, than last time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But we're going to get into that and more. But first, we've got to thank all the sponsors of the Talking Lead podcast. And, of course, with Jeremiah here, J-Mac, right on optics, the official optics of Talking Lead. Welcome in, J-Mac. And I was trying to get on you a little bit earlier. There's been a, a release on Instagram of a an optic that we've been waiting for, but I had to hear about it on Instagram. What's up with that? The ride-on pistol red dot. Yeah, they were trying to see. We have a pro staff program. And we kind of wanted to see how things would go if we just like pushed it out from like a grassroots kind of 
everyday kind of shooter. Isn't that what we are? <laughs> you guys are next. You're top level, man. You're tier one stuff. These are all our listeners are our pro staff, baby. Come on. They are really, they're your, yeah. They're your biggest true. supporters. So uh, it's really cool. We've we've needed one for a while, and it's a nice addition to the. So I guess it's lineup. official. I guess we can, you know, we can say it. I just saw that post, and I didn't want to get anybody in trouble. That's why I kind of secretly like, hey, is this real or is this <laughs> photoshopped? No, it's real deal. <laughs> Very good. So there you go, guys. Right on. To, and we don't have a rele- release date yet. They're coming out with August, a probably. Pistol Red Dot. Yeah. Now, is RMR like a trademark, or are all Pistol Red Dots called RMRs? I think... Trijicon has like the RMR badge. I'm not 100% sure, but I I think that's like their deal. Yeah. And I've talked Anybody to else? you and Brady both, and neither one of you refer to it as RMR. You refer to it as a pistol red dot. So I thought there might be something, yeah. some kind of legal thing behind that or something. Kind of like that. a Coke, you know, or a soda. Right. A soda. <laughs> yeah. Or, or people say Trijicon, you know, they think red dot. So mm-hmm. I got you. Well, that looks cool, man. Um, hopefully, we'll get more information on that coming soon. Yep. Well, I could tell you it's a two-minute of angle dot in there, and it has like a cool cover to keep it safe, and it will come with uh, a cool number of like adapter plates so that it should work on just about any kind of does, uh, does slide it, that you have. Does it turn on and off by itself? Yes, and the battery... You can change the battery without having to take it off, which is nice. That was one of the things we were very cool. Uh, we were wondering why anyone would ever have done that um, as we looked at the process. But yeah, super, super cool dot. Very cool. That's that's exciting. Very affordable. Same lifetime warranty as always. Very cool. So that's something to look forward to from right on. But in the meantime, you guys can go and check out their full line of scopes, and they have rifle red dots. Check them out at rightonoptics.com. And it's R-I-T-O-N. It's not pronounced written. It's pronounced right on. As in? Right on. Right on price, right on service. Right on target. There you go. (laughs) X-Steel Targets. X-Steel Targets. The best, most affordable AR-500 steel targets on the market today are? Steel targets. There you go. Uh, I mentioned last episode. If you guys didn't get a chance, go back and listen to the last episode. Uh, I'd found some old shot show uh, interviews that I'd overlooked. We had Triumph Systems. Uh, Jared Ogden with Triumph Systems targets had those cool bleeding targets. Uh, we had uh, Kenny from Desan. They're making those aluminum Glock lower assemblies. Very cool. And then we had the gang from High Point Inland Manufacturing and Barnul, or Bernal. I don't know how to say it. I think it's Barnal Ammunition with Charlie Brown and Kara with SKS Supply. Uh, it's MK. I always call it SKS. It's MKS. I know as soon as I say it, SKS is like, nope, it's MKS. But they're used to that by now. Great interviews with them. Check those out. But uh, we had talked about some jack wagons and Nike made the jack wagon train last week and Bud had made a post about, you know, if you want to take it out on Nike and then he had cut custom cut an AR 500 steel target in the shape of a Nike shoe, which was awesome. 
So they can do anything there at x Target. Targets. So you can think it, they could probably make a target for it. Uh, check them out, xsteeltargets.com. So guys, speaking of the jack wagon train, before we get into talking about the shoot, which we got a lot to talk about, let's go ahead and take care of some jack wagons. Gunny, bring that train in. Hey, Ralph, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. So the train is stationed. And as I told you last week, we only took care of one, so we've got several that we're going to take care of this week. And we're going to go through our guest. And do you guys have any jack wagons that we need to take care of before we jump into our listeners? I think they're doing a pretty good job. Okay. Well, let's just start with you, Brad. Why don't you take one of our, our listeners' submitted jack wagons there? Dealer's mm. choice. Mm. Let's see. There's, there's so many good ones. So let's talk about this lawsuit. Um, from the Las Vegas shooting, Brad. Yep. So there's a, a family, uh, I guess one of the parents is suing several of the gun manufacturers, I guess, that were named as part of the gunman's arsenal that he had. Right. It's the same thing um, they're trying to do with the Sandy Hook, all that kind of stuff. It's it's uh, They would start something that would never stop from cars and drunks and spoons and fat and it's just they're opening up a pandora's box yeah yeah they they don't know where it's going to stop and it's not the manufacturer it's just not no the guns can't do anything by themselves it's like it's like if i have people over here at my pool and somebody drowned and then the people wanted to sue the pool liners company the concrete company the diving board company the water department the pump company the water company yeah yeah the chlorine yeah, company. Or you could just go back to a great American value, uh, hold people accountable for their actions. Yeah. Right. And, and it doesn't matter what they use or do. The, that guy said, alone is responsible for this this mass murder. Right. Exactly. Counted by hundreds of guns for 47 years, and not one of them sons of bitches has shot me. <laughs> <laughs> not a single one of them, have they? None of them did a mass shooting anywhere? No. <laughs> so it They're says... Just, this is Fox News is the dateline that we're taking this from. From Las Vegas shooting victims, parents sue gunmaker over daughter's death. The parents of a woman killed in the 2017 Las Vegas shooting said Wednesday they would sue the gun manufacturers, plural, who advertise their products as easy to modify into semi-automatic weapons, similar to what was used by the shooter in a, a calamity that left 58 people dead and several hundred wounded. That isn't going to take long. They came semi-automatic. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> this ties into it, this ties into one of the provisions from AB uh, two ninety one uh, about modifying a very a very obscure and, and poorly written piece of that as um, any kind of modification to a, to a weapon. Uh, so that's so I think they're just riding on the tails of that. that. I would think so. And if they are, that also gets it away from the manufacturer. That means he modified. Not the manufacturer. Exactly. Correct. Case closed again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says the lawsuit alleges that gun makers advertise their AR-15 style weapons as easily modifiable to make them perform like machine guns and fire continuously. Although federal laws shield gun manufacturers from liability lawsuits, the uh, it's whatever the parents' last names are say such branding of the weapons violates both state and federal bans on automatic weapons. Someone murdered our daughter. This is quote. 
the victim's father, James Parsons, told the Associated Press, someone should be held accountable for that. Well, we know who murdered your daughter, and he's dead. <laughs> I think he, I think he took accountability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still unclear as to whether he did or somebody took care of that for him, but he's dead. Right. And he's not ever going to do it again. Case closed again. Case, case closed, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, again, this is a Pandora's box. I don't see how they're they're going to be able to, to get through with this lawsuit. But uh, something you guys need to keep an eye on because it, it has touched so many uh, people in this country because there were so many families and, and individuals that were murdered. Um, keep an eye on this one. Make sure you, you know, keep a pulse on it. And if so, go ahead and get in touch with your your uh, state, federal uh, representatives, and let them know that um, you know you're a Second Amendment proponent, and this shit's not going to fly. So that's a good one. So let's go to our second one. Who wants to take number two? <laughs> All right, I'll pick somebody. Guy. <laughs> I'm looking for number two on the screen. Do the uh, let's do the attack squirrel. The attack oh, yeah, I'll take squirrel. the attack squirrel. That one rocks. <laughs> Let's do that one. So this is a owner of a tax squirrel arrested on new charges. <laughs> this isn't the first time he's been arrested, <laughs> apparently. Dude, I want an attack squirrel. <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> apparently, he there's a trick to it, and guy's getting ready to tell us. Um. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> this one comes to us from Leadhead... Uh, I'm looking for the attack squirrel one. Got it right here. Okay, you go ahead, and I'll find out who sent us that one. Yeah, an Alabama man who denied feeding methamphetamine to a so-called attack squirrel. <laughs> he considered a pet. There's He's been trick. arrested on new charges. Methamphetamine. Just feed him methamphetamines, and you'll have an attack squirrel. <laughs> uh, this is from Mark Peck. Leadhead Mark sent this one in. So what else is it, what, what else is it going to say there? Because apparently this wasn't the first time. Oh, God. Yeah, the Limestone County Sheriff's Office tweeted that 35-year-old Mickey Polk was caught Thursday night following a chase in which he rammed an in, in investigator's vehicles. Authorities had been seeing Polk, um, seeking Polk on multiple felony warrants unrelated to the squirrel that he named these nuts, which has made, which has been made emphasis, made, has been made infamous after police said they were warned about a meth-fueled squirrel that had been trained to attack. <laughs> and his name his name was these nuts <laughs> these nuts <laughs> this squirrel's name is these nuts oh, That's I don't know if this guy's a, a jack wagon or my hero <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of in between oh this is hilarious that is pretty impressive <laughs> how do you convince it to take the meth <laughs> put it in peanut butter I guess <laughs> Down. He's got a little crack bottle. <laughs> it looks like a little miniature crack pipe. D's nuts. I love that. All right. Who wants to take the next one? Charlie, you want to take the next one? Which one? Well, we've got the, um, and this is coming from, I think, Ed Burton. It says, where'd it go? Yeah, I'm, I'm having issues pulling up these articles because my internet is extremely slow. Oh, here. is it slow? I was going to yeah. do the World War II where the uh, bombs are still being uh, exploding from from Hitler. Are those like the minefields they had set up? Is that what they're talking about? 
Uh, let's see. It says World War II bombs explode in German field. Residents of a town in Germany were shaking this weekend when a bomb from World War II suddenly exploded and left behind a massive crater in a field. The bizarre event oh. reportedly occurred at around four in the morning on Saturday in the community of Albach, A H L B A C H. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's tons of unexploded bombs buried over there. Oh yeah. Actually, even in Guam, when I was stationed in Guam, they were all over. They were building new uh, base housing out there, and they dug up like an old 800-pound, had to evacuate the whole Holy base housing. <laughs> There's unexploded ordnance everywhere. said, when authorities <clears throat> investigated the matter the following morning, they were amazed to find a crater measuring 33 feet in diameter and 13 feet deep in the farmer's field. Police were initially dumbfounded by the discovery conceding that they were uncertain as to how it could have been formed. However, a subsequent examination by ordnance experts determined that the crater had almost certainly been the result of a World War II bomb that had been a dud decades ago. Holy crap. <laughs> you know when you see in the movies, where, you know, the ordinances come in and they'll hit right next to somebody and they don't go off and they're sitting there going, whew. <laughs> well, don't hang out for that many years. Well, 70 years later, yeah. <laughs> It had a timer. It was a it was a joke by Hitler. Got him. He's like, I'm still gonna be terrorizing them hundreds of years later. <laughs> but yeah, so Jack, so that Jack wagon is uh, submitted by. I still can't find it. I think it was Ed. It may have been. You guys have sent me so many Jack wagons. How do they know it was from World War Two? I guess they. I guess they, I guess they did some metal testing. Oh, okay. There's some metal, metal fragments. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably. Sure, it wasn't somebody accidentally hitting the launch button flying over. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit, that wasn't that wasn't autopilot. <laughs> it could have been a government uh, cover up too. <laughs> like, whoops. Uh, anyway, I'll find I'll find out who that was. Uh, but thank you for the submission. But it, they they're actually nominating Hitler. So Hitler, welcome to the Jack Wagon Train for that one. My daughters asked me uh, two nights ago. They were asking about Hitler and. Um, like what his idea was. And I said, it was kind of funny. I didn't even think about it. I said, you guys know Thanos from the Avengers? Kind of the same thing. And they all laughed. <laughs> he just wants to wipe out half the people. That is true. Uh, but he says he's doing it for the good for the good cause. That's There you go. Summed it up. For the good of humanity. Yeah, whatever, whatever reason, it was for the good of humanity. Could you imagine if he had uh, the internet nowadays? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's kind of like Al-Qaeda, what they're doing. Right. <laughs> Yeah. You know? All right, let's move on to our next one. And this, this next one's uh, twofold. And we'll take care of the jack wagon side of it first. And Jeremiah, you said you wanted to run with this one. Gotcha. So, so this one was uh, interesting. Again, I was talking, I have a daughter that just got a soccer scholarship. And we were watching the World Cup um, this recent weekend. Yeah. And yeah, and, and we, because there's been a lot of talk about the, Rapino, who's kind of one of the star soccer players on the female soccer team, and her political views are pretty whacked out. She plays on the American team and uh, is here as an American enjoying all the fruits of what this country has given. Offer, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, not even has to offer, but like has, you know, a lifetime of being in the most badass country in the world. So it was a, it was a bummer to see, but um, she had, um, they won the World Cup. And there were some celebrations Which off and awesome. on. Which is awesome. I mean, in and of mm -hmm. itself, yeah. that accomplishment, our women's FIFA 
you know, they won the World Cup, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, awesome team. And, then uh, and she mostly, has to go and do something like this. Mostly awesome uh, girls on it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were doing a kind of a celebration dance at the end, and I be, I believe it was uh, Rapino and the other girl's last name was Long. Yeah. They just dropped the American flag on the ground in front of themselves and danced around, stepping off and on onto the flag, giving so no you, amounts of shits about. If you the watch United the States video, the one girl, and I don't know if it's long or whatever, she goes over to. That's who dropped it. Rapino, and she's like, hey, grab the flag. And Rapino's like waving her off, like, no. Yeah. And then she, and then they they set it down, she drops it, and then they start doing their little celebration dance. Um, and then. Uh, we'll talk about this, but I mean, it was only like a you know four or five second little thing that they did. But the fact you know how they went about it, how they did it was very disrespectful to yeah the flag. And I think they even had a a course you know on things to do and don't do with the American flag. Didn't I read that somewhere? Yes. You know, and the the thing that makes it worse is, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of people that don't know the American flag etiquette. I, I would like to think everyone knows it doesn't belong on the ground for any reason. Mm-mm. But they, it would be different if they just had terrible American flag etiquette, and, and we were like, "Hey, that's not cool." And they're like, "Oh gosh, sorry." But they're already hating on the flag in the country, and this just was fuel to the fire, and it wasn't an accident. Yeah. So I looked this up on Snopes because she's being accused of stomping on the flag. It, I, it was really kind of they were dancing around. I don't think they they were stomping on the flag. Throwing caution to the wind, no, I just, basically. I just don't think that she wanted to have the flag in this little celebration dance that they were doing. They yeah. they discarded it to the side, which was very disrespectful. Uh, and it, it, it brushed over their feet or whatever. They were kind of walking forward away from it. Uh, and then this other girl, which we're going to talk about in a minute, comes in, you know, and is like, hey, that's not right, picks it up, but. Uh, I don't think they were intentionally stepping on the the flag or anything like no. that. I just think they were just being very self centered uh, individuals at that point. You know, cameras were on them. You know, they're hooping it up to the crowd, kind of thing. They just won yeah. the freaking you know World Cup for God's sake. So um, no excuse for what they did, but at the same time, I mean, they're you know it's kind of understandable to to a certain extent. Uh, but yes, definitely this chick because I think she is kind of a, a supporter of Colin Kaepernick as well and his antics of not standing for the flag and one of the main reasons why nike pulled their betsy ross flag shoe line that they were going to do for independence day so so yeah she needs to she needs to do a a liberty check on herself it sounds like she needs to move she's already decided she doesn't like it here so so has she publicly come out and said that she doesn't she doesn't like America because I was reading something that oh, says yeah. you know she likes America it's just like you know America is the greatest country but she, it could be better she was she was actually um, and if I'm incorrect on this I apologize but I read an article talk where she Rapino was uh, obviously she she kneels for the anthem as well the FIFA World Cup would not allow it they said basically you will stand yeah. or you won't play nice and so she stood but she made some comments like if we win. Uh, the winners of this usually get invited to tour the White House. And she refused And that. she said, I would never go to the White House. You know, I hate the guy in there and what he stands for and like what, you know, and had some negative comments about the country. And I, I do believe that Trump made some sort of statement. I think it was on Twitter. He was like, in response to hearing this, the team's invited whether they win or lose except for Rapino. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like Trump. 
like that's, it. That's kind of oh, like what he. Fact, y'all could come no matter what. <laughs> that's kind of like what he did with that um, ambassador from which country was that? Um, oh yeah, you, London. From London. Hey, from England. Yeah, <laughs> England. Right. So some ambassador from from England was talking schmack about Trump and his administration, and uh, Trump was like. Uh, Okay, well, you're not invited to the dinner. <laughs> Don't come. <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, and I think since then, that guy's been replaced or whatever. Uh, it was funny. But, yes, yeah, so definitely U.S. flag code um, of etiquette states that, as a matter of respect, the flag should never touch anything beneath it, such as the ground, the floor, water, or merchandise. Although it's not explicitly prohibited, uh, touching a flag which has already fallen to the ground with your footwear, as Rapino did, can reasonably be presumed to be a gesture of disrespect and against the, the spirit of the code. But I think whether she meant to, to touch it with her foot or not, she was being disrespectful in that she, you know, when the girl came up to her to, like, grab the flag and let's hold the flag up, she, she said no. It clearly states that. You see that without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. So, yeah, this Rapino chick... Definitely welcome to the Jack Wagon Train. You're right up there with Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> so this is our segue to Lefty's Heroes. I hear that Lead Force One zooming in uh, for the landing to pick up our, our Lefty's Heroes. So let's continue with this, uh, Jeremiah. And we were talking about the girl who came in to... To try to save some respect for the flag after this uh, horrible incident by Rapino. Yeah, her name's uh, uh, Kelly uh, O'Hara. She's actually a Utah player. Oh yeah, she from um, Utah. She's yeah, a U- she's a midfielder for the Utah Royals. Um, and she and what find a video that shows her because there are some videos that like only like to show the bad stuff, like the flag being dropped and danced around. Uh huh. Uh, find the full video because what you'll, you'll see is like a second and a half after that flag hits the ground and those other two ladies start dancing. Yeah. Uh, Kelly. She was oh, on it. I mean, immediately. Railing in, like running, sprinting, and snags the flag up off the ground like immediately. And she took some really amazing pictures, like with her arms kind of spread out holding the flag and stuff. So, yeah. She, she rectified it as soon as she possibly could. Uh, which I thought was super badass. So yeah, it was, it was nice cool. that it, it. That's that's America. Like that's like the story of America, isn't it? Like we have hard times, we have troubles, but we always like pull through in the end. So you always got some badasses that make it happen, like Charlie Mel. Yeah, and there's a post um, that one of you leadheads sent in. It says real USA women's soccer MVP Kelly O'Hara. This is the woman who ran and pulled the flag from being dragged, dropped neglected and walked on by Long and Rapioni, whatever her name is. Rapino. Whatever. She don't deserve a proper saying. Let us make this beautiful true American patriot go viral. I support her ethical compassion for our flag and will make her pick go viral and not the U.S. angry haters. Congrats to the U.S. women's soccer team. Go USA. So, yes, definitely you are getting a ride on Lead Force One, Kelly. Thank you so much for your patriotism and for kicking. Who just asked? Did they kick in the? Everybody's apparently Switzerland because they won. Switzerland. <laughs> I think it was Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everyone, everyone that everyone that signed what, up lost. What, Brad? You don't follow our soccer? 
<laughs> Especially women's yeah. soccer. Yeah. Got so much time for TV. Yes. <laughs> you find that surprising that he doesn't follow women's soccer? Not a women's soccer guy. <laughs> for the All record, right. the, their gender probably plays no part in Brad's interest in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so this next one comes to us from Leadhead Ed. And I, and I apologize to you other guys. Um, I'm trying to find who all sent these in, and I'm missing some of you guys. You just sent so many. It's hard for me to go through here. But uh, keep them coming. Talkingled at gmail.com, your Jack Wagon submissions, your uh, Lead Force One submissions. Send those in, and we'll read them on the air. And I'll try to get your names uh, when I can. I'll just go through and read everybody who submitted stuff here in a minute. So uh, Our next one, our next candidate for Lefty's Heroes gets a ride on Lead Force One is this kid out in Texas. He's a Texan. I think Charlie Texas. should should do this one. Uh, Texas. Boy praise for tying the shoe of Honor Guard member during Texas 4th of July parade. How awesome is that? That was awesome to see. That is awesome. says a North Texas boy is being praised online after he stepped into the Arlington 4th of July parade and tied the shoe of an Honor Guard member. The boy, identified by police as Josh, Ran out at the start of the parade after he noticed one of the Honor Guard members holding the flag had his shoe untied. Without any hesitation, Josh ran into the parade, kneeled down, and made sure the loose laces wouldn't trip trip up the guard during the march. And there's pictures. You guys can Google this. <laughs> it's like everybody's getting a little kick out of it. But uh, that's awesome, man. Uh, one, he's got eagle eyes to be able to I guess, spot that over from the side. Well, he's closer to him. Black laces on black shoes, you know. Uh, says, Wendy Smith snapped the photo at the parade and shared it on Facebook saying, we need more of this type in the world. Hell yeah, we do. Yep. Let's that's, a, that's a kid that's being raised right. Yep. Most kids wouldn't get off the couch to do anything. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, North Texas. I mean, let's, let's share more of these than this bullcrap, uh, rappy, rappy peonioni. What'd you call her? Rat penis. Rat fink. Rat finkona. Whatever her name is. Um, you know what that the picture of the boy tying those shoes uh-huh. reminds me of that kind of iconic picture. Um, I, I want to say it was one of our president's small sons, but yes. I don't really know the whole story. But there's an iconic picture where he's like saluting the John F. going by John with F. the flag. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy. Yeah, yeah I thought so. John Kennedy Jr. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's what it, that's in like immediately I saw it and I was like, that's what this reminds me of. It'll probably be, become uh, as iconic as that. I mean, that's pretty, pretty cool. So there you go, guys. Uh, we've got our two passengers for Lead Force One ready for takeoff. Unless you guys have, do you guys have any nominations for Lefty's Heroes? Get a ride on Lead Force One. Trump. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can nominate him to be pilot. Let, yeah, I don't know about that. Let Donald be tw- Trump be the pilot. Yeah, he, he'd fly and tweet. <laughs> That's okay. We'll get a co-pilot to help him out. Okay, we're good then. So speaking of, before we take off, uh, we are asking for nominations for the pilot. And I guess some of you are sending in co-pilots as well, pilots and co-pilots. And that's part of our giveaways that we're doing. We're giving away a, a Glock $75 uh, gift certificate to their web store. It's good for anything on their web store, gun parts, barrels, uh, tire, you know, anything that they sell on their web store, um, up to $75. And if you do like a $300 purchase, then you get, you know, you get $75 off that $300 purchase, however you want to use it. It's up to you. You're giving three of those away. And for the first one, 
Uh, it's going to be the name that we pick for the Lead Force One pilot. And our, our nominations have been awesome so far. You guys uh, have been sending them in email. You've been posting them on social media. And I'm just going to read some of the nominations real quick uh, before Lead Force One takes off. Uh, and by the way, I'm piloting it today. You know, I, I'm, I'm your pilot. Sit back, relax. It's going to be an awesome ride across America. Lead Force One. Need a drink. So have you, who all have seen uh, that movie with the aliens and uh, the Starship Troopers? That's what it's called. You guys seen that movie? Yep. Uh-huh. So it's it's like 1997. It's an old movie, but it's like like one of those cult movies that every generation seems to pick up on it and, and watch it. So Jay Spiel has nominated Juan Johnny Rico, and he's one of the Marines from uh, Starship Troopers. And I said it could be fiction, it could be dead, alive, you know, could be an animal, whatever. Austin. And Jay Edgar, Austin Whalen and Jay Edgar have nominated Chuck Yeager and Clint Eastwood. So I'm guessing that's going to be a pilot co-pilot duo there. Chuck Yeager, I understand. Clint Eastwood, um, just himself. Yes, he's got. He's played a couple of characters. In yeah, movies. he stole that Russian plane. Right. I think that Firefox. qualifies. Yeah, Fire, Firefox. Yeah. Firefox. Yeah. 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 He, that was based on a true story too, I believe. Yeah. Was it really? Yep. I did not know that. I'll have to go back and rewatch that movie now. Yeah, it's a good one. I remember it. I watched it several times when I was younger. Then we got one from Ed B., Ed Burton. He did a post on social media uh, with a World War II U.S. Army um, Air Corps pilot, uh, and he didn't give me his name, but he nominated him. <laughs> so, so, Ed, I need his name. Send me his name. Uh, he's up for nomination. This is, a, this is a good one. I would want this guy flying my plane, definitely. Did you guys ever see that movie, Sully? Tom yeah. Hanks? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, they did a, a nice caricature of it on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> One episode. It was hilarious. Chelsea Sully Sullenberger. <laughs> Captain Sully. Yeah. He, is he He's the pilot landed in the Hudson River? Yes. Exactly. From the terror, terrorist flock of seagulls? <laughs> right. Canadian geese. <laughs> Canadian geese. <laughs> gum. Immigrants. <laughs> Immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> that one's from Pew Pew RN. Eric, thanks for sending that one in. Jacob has a list of people here. Uh, don't send me a list. I want like your top one or two. Don't send me a, a bazillion. But Jacob said George Washington. Probably need to get him some lessons, but that's okay. They didn't have planes back then, did they? No. <laughs> Chris <didn't> Kyle. <laughs> Chris Kyle's one of his nominees. George Patton. More famous for tanks. I mean, if they if you guys had selected a tank, I mean, he would be a candidate for that. But it doesn't matter. They don't have to know how to fly a plane because we're going to teach them. So, and then of course he says uh, Nick Dooley, <laughs> which Nick is one of our listeners. So we got listeners nominating other listeners. That's hilarious. I love that. And then we've got um, from Brent Weber, Han Solo, the Millennium Falcon pilot. <laughs> Pretty damn good pilot. I don't know. I think I probably want Chewie instead of him, though. Yeah. Chewie's been flying longer. He's got a cooler voice. <laughs> <laughs> He's got long enough arms to do both. Pilot. Right? And he, for most of those movies, if you watch, he's pretty much doing everything anyway. Uh, the, the actor that, that played him died not too long ago. What do you mean the actor? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I just ruin your childhood Santa I Claus I thought he dreams? was a real Sasquatch. <laughs> damn it. 
Uh, and then this one, which is just fucking hilarious. I love this. This is from Pierce Taylor. He says, Zapper 21, the Navy pilot that drew the sky penis back in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's ahead of his time. Right. Yeah. Oh. The original cockaball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if you Google that and look it up, he did a pretty good job. That's got to be hard to do. <laughs> yeah. I bet it took him a long time to do that. You got to have balls to pull something like that off. <laughs> guy, oh, did oh. you ever find the the real name of the guy? No, I'm looking the for pilot? it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was ever disclosed. I think the Navy held it as classified information, so that I don't think they ever disclosed who who he really was. But I think the call sign was Zapper Twenty One. So. He's currently crop dusting in Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Flying uh, rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. But you remember one thing. You screw up just this much. You'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. Yes, sir. That is all. You can tell me about the mix some other time. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, so that's our nomination so far. I want to get get more. You guys keep it up. In order to be eligible for the Glock $75 gift card, you have to post on social media, and you have to use the hashtag TLGlock and TL300. So Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I'm not checking Twitter, but I don't know if any of you are posting on Twitter or not. I don't think you are. Killed um, it. Do what? I killed it. I'm out. You're out. <laughs> Uh, but you can still send your nominations in, uh, email them. I've had several of you email them, said you didn't have social media. Uh, you're just not going to be eligible for that giveaway. But uh, you will be eligible for other giveaways that we're doing. So, you know, I'm giving away Letties, I'm giving away Rats tourniquets, uh, giving away 1776 United gift cards. Uh, we're giving away a 22 suppressor. Dooley Defense has put up an SOS 22 suppressor. And uh, what you have to do on that is what does freedom mean to you? And do a social media post. And it could be of anything. It could be just like this this kid tying the shoes of the honor guard. Uh, or it could be like one of our lead heads posted, you know, they're just out having a picnic with their family. Um, whatever. Sitting around playing Xbox. Going out shooting Tannerite. You know, whatever freedom means to you. Post a picture on social media. Use the hashtag TLFreedomCast. TL300. And tag Dooley Defense and tag Talking Lead. And you're going to be eligible for that one. And be ready to wait 10 months. <laughs> and you're responsible for the tax stamp. you got to pay your own tax stamp. Uh, maybe by then we'll get some law passed where suppressors are taken off the NFA. Or yeah. maybe just the whole NFA goes away. Yeah, it just repeals the law. I mean, since we're living in a fantasy world, we might as well do that too. Uh, but we're also, and I haven't come up with this yet, we're giving away a set of gongs from X-Steel Targets. Caltech has put up one of their CP-33... 22 long pistols, which is really cool. That's going to be like the top prize. We've not come out with how we're going to give that away yet, but we'll let you know as soon as we do. But I want you guys to take part in all these giveaways. The flashlights from ASP, we've got two more sets of those to give away. $170 value per kit on those flashlight kit, the XDF dual fuel light kits. Uh, So participate, be engaging. And you win cool shit from Talking Lead and our sponsors and the friends of the show. How awesome is that? Awesome. Awesomeness. So, guys, speaking of awesomeness, we still got a world record we're trying to break. And just shit seems to be getting in our way. (laughs) So let's talk about our latest trip to Utah. 
South of Salt Lake City, undisclosed location. We did a lot of live coverage down there. If you guys were watching our Facebook or Instagram, we were covering it. Had it for you guys to watch live. Um, unfortunately, the day before, when I flew in, we were out doing some test shooting and whatnot, and tragedy struck. So, Charlie, you want to walk us through that? Uh, are you talking about the equipment breaking? Yeah. Yeah, we've been uh, having some issues with our uh, our tacos. So, uh, for the next shoot, we're definitely going to double down and get two, two of each. <laughs> so, for you guys who, who are just tuning in, Charlie is going for the world record longest rifle shot. And this one, this attempt, I think we had said it was 6,500? Yes. Yes, sir. 6,500 yards. And it was actually a less than one MOA target because we had the target made for 6,000. So to add to the the difficulty even more, you know, uh, it's a smaller target. But um, Charlie's using a 408 Tejas, which is designed by Brad. And we've talked about it on past episodes. But uh, for our new listeners, guys, talk about that 408 Tejas. Based on a uh, 408 shytac case, straighter case, 50-degree shoulder, we have some custom bullets that we made for it and some bullets from Lehigh. They're both showing the promise of hitting it. So we're running those things almost 3,300 feet per second. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of lead going fast. That's a big block, high rev. <laughs> yeah, the good news is we know we know the bullets are flying flat and stable out to that distance because we're recovered quite a few rounds. They're hitting perfect angle they're not tumbling or anything so we got the right equipment we just gotta uh, got the equipment them. got the distance i mean you're flying it on some of those uh we just got to get the the accompanying equipment to to hold up well the mirror yeah i did not know that it was uh glued like the day before that we needed to wait didn't know any of that so oh, that would have been nice to know right yeah, <laughs> yeah but it was in a hurry you know so that's all that happened that, and the glue just didn't hold yeah, well, the first time was operator error, our fault. We we didn't put the bolts in the Charlie, but second time, same thing. Yeah, just like you can't get a break on our our uh, tacos or our deltas. So, uh, but you got to figure it out now. I mean, it's, yes, it's a process, and we're uh, going through the process. Um, I mean, people think you just should be able to go out, pull the trigger, shoot, and hit the targets. It's not that easy. There's a lot that goes into to this, and you know, I had some other things that were you know kind of jacking us up the wind was very unpredictable and uh, yeah we had to get solid five hours of 20 and 30 mile an hour winds <laughs> still made some hits though and there's some other good hits made that- yes for and i was gonna say for everything that went wrong there's there's good that happened on this this shoot too and we're going to talk about that but i want to go through our uh, our 408 tejas uh shooting first and then we'll get to that other yeah um so so charlie talk about the motivation behind making this shot well, the motivation behind making the shot was uh, being able to do something that somebody hasn't done yet, and um, definitely put together a great team. Brad's definitely one of the best gun builders and bullet builders in the world. Um, and then coming up with all the other gadgets and stuff, it kind of all came together, and we came up with a plan a few years ago and hit the 5,000, and I think we'll be able to get out to seven eventually. <laughs> yeah, I don't think seven's going to be a problem at all seeing – you know, how you're just dancing around this, this 6,500 once you get all the, like you said, the accompanying accessories dialed yep. in. And, you know, pe- people are asking, you know, what's a Delta, what's a Taco? Talk about talk about what those are used for. So the, the Charlie model, Paycom HQ makes them. It's the only company that makes them. They invented them. Actually, I think when they first came out with them, we were one of the first people to shoot it. But uh, 
the Charlie model kind of, it's like a periscope system. So it gives you another 400 to a thousand MOA of, uh, elevation. But the problems we're having with the Charlie model is like your scope's tilted up so far. You're catching the end of your muzzle breaker barrel and it's putting it in the center of the scope. So it kind of messes up your sight picture. Yeah. So shortly after they came up with the Delta and what the Delta does, is it just same thing periscope, but it moves it off to the side. So you're not picking up the end of your barrel. So you don't get the mirage or heat off your barrel or pick up your muzzle brake. So it's a great system. Um, works good. We just got to get it bolted down correctly and have the glue seated. Yeah. It definitely work, works good. Because you're, you know, your average non-superhero shooter, you know, you're just regular civilian shooter like me. Um, you know, your scopes have plenty of elevation that you'll ever need. More elevation that, than you'll ever need. And, and Jeremiah can, and can talk to this. Uh, you guys started off, uh, you were using the, um, right on four to 36 or four to, was it four to 32 by 56? Correct. I'll get those numbers right. Yep. And he maxed out the elevation in that. So talk about just, you know, that scope and, and the features on that scope and the elevation that Charlie was using. Uh, I, uh, well, like in all transparency, there's no scope on the market. I would love to, to say ours has a ton of elevation and it has, like a groundbreaking amount of elevation for the price point it's in, but we're we're talking about shooting so far. It's uh, it's uh, it's just like the the last dial-in piece. But that four to thirty-two is our flagship. Um, it's the first focal plane scope with an illuminated uh, precision shooting reticle in it. It's not kind of Charlie's favorite reticle, but he was willing to take a chance on it. And, uh, he seemed really impressed with it, so we were happy um, with that. But it, this one for all you PRS guys and precision shooting guys, zero stops, illumination, 34 mil tube, kind of all the bells and whistles, you know, for, you know, around 1200 bucks, probably, uh, for that, out of, for out that of the price, store. Yeah. So, for that price point, I mean, you're getting a $3,000 scope for, you know, $1,500. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was very impressive. Uh, I was impressed with it. It's, uh, it held true all the way out. It was for 1200 bucks. You can't beat it. No yeah. way. Absolutely. And and another piece of equipment that you guys are using is the mount itself. You're getting a little extra elevation from that. Talk about the mount you're using. Yeah, we have, there's two of them. Go ahead. Go ahead, Brad. Okay. We do have the Ivy ring set. It gets you to zero to 200 MOA. And then we also have one from Val, Valdata Optics. It's a mechanical. So that one, you basically have to pull one bolt out, loosen three, move it, but it's rock solid. It does work, and it's about half the price of the, the Ivy. It's just the Ivy is quick, instant. But what's happening now, what we did, and I'll let, well, that'll come up later with um, Jeremiah's shot. We went to straight rings, and it, that base, I mean, it worked. Yeah. It was, it's, um, it's getting more affordable, basically, to do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, too. There's not a lot of people that are shooting these kind of distances, these ranges. You know, so. No, and we do it more for information, just so we can pass it on to our guys out there in the field that need this. Yeah, we're getting a lot of information by the data we're collecting. It's it's awesome. Right, and that's a point that I want to to hit on too. Is you know we're saying you know this was un, unsuccessful, we didn't hit the target, blah blah blah. But there was a lot more gain from this than than what people re actually realize. And you know you're you're taking data, you're doing calculations. Every miss is is information. Yes. So talk about talk about what you're doing as Charlie's making these shots and why you're doing that. Yeah, what we crossing your fingers. 
<laughs> uh, what we're figuring out is basically the garden hose effect. I mean, we're making horizontal adjustments in the scope, okay? And the bullet's coming in on a parabolic curve. So it's it's that's your hardest thing is to try and figure out how much you have to move that scope because basically where we were, about third value is what we figured out because that bullet is coming in at almost 28, 29 degrees, but we're making 180 degree adjustments. Yeah. That was screwing us up. So, yep. It's all about the, the slope and glide. Right. And that's, <laughs> Trying to figure that out. that's the garden hose effect that you're talking about. Yeah. You know, everybody's playing with a garden hose. You get it all the way up and you move it just a little bit and it goes about three feet. Then a little bit more and then it's just done. <laughs> you know? So, that's what she said. Anyway, yeah. I, I, had to, I had to throw that in. Um, so, this, you know, you're taking, you're taking ballistic data as well. You know, that, that's the big thing that you're doing. Um, calculating this, bringing it back for the next shoot. Uh, are you making any adjustments to the round itself, for the load or anything like that? Does that help you with that? Yes, I'm still, uh, we want to go faster, of course, and then carry the, the, the speed and energy down there. So that's, I'm right at the edge between this 400, 420 grain. We've got it pretty well dialed in. I'm just still playing with the curve of the bullet, the old guy of the bullet. And that's crazy. Right. Now, I know I might be premature, but, you know, you're talking about going above and beyond the 6,500. Is that going to require a redesign of that that bullet? It is. It is. And we're, we're getting ready to do that, too. We're going to be machining some brass that can take a little bit more pressure. So that's going to help. But we're also looking at smaller calibers, like the 338, 408. Yeah. With the right bullets, I think it's going to be very capable of doing the same thing. Well, so, you mentioned you made a good point there too. The brass being able to handle the pressure, so I mean that's something you got to consider also. So, you know, you're looking at the different casings for that also for that right for that round, which makes makes a lot of sense. Uh, which you know that that pressure it shattered you know it shattered a mirror <laughs> on the <laughs> on the delta. So there's a lot of pressure behind that. Let's go in two directions with that muzzle brake. So the gun's going forward, backward, and forward at the same time. That's tough on stuff. Yeah. Take the muzzle brake off, the stuff won't break, but Charlie won't want to shoot it more than two, three times. Especially without ear pro in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't that happen one time? <laughs> oh, yeah. Every time. Happened, happened once, I know. It was like, oh, man. <laughs> Definitely rang, made my ear ring. That doesn't happen very often. I got a great Polaroid of it. <laughs> that's not what i remember him saying no. i must have been deaf too <laughs> i didn't hear much after that he didn't either so so we're gonna try it again you're not giving up uh taking all this data uh you're gonna take it to a different location i think we're talking about um not gonna mention where yet but it's coming up maybe in the next couple of months yes sir yep. or three or four where, where are we at i don't know but it's going fast yeah it's coming up <laughs> For sure, it's about over. Uh, but that day, uh, those last those couple of days that we were out there, uh, there were some, like I said, there were some great things going on. Didn't make the the sixty five hundred shot with the four hundred eight, but we had some two mile targets set up, and we had the fifty Tejas out there, had the three three eight, and we had the three three eight four hundred eight. And the twenty two, and the twenty two. That's right, and the twenty two Tejas. So. And we had success with all those. So let's let's talk about that. And let's start off with the 50. And we've talked about this 50 a couple of times on the show. We had uh, Debbie Lee on with Guy. Um, Guy, talk about that, that 50 Tejas that Brad has 
has designed for you guys? Uh, I put together a, an Armalite AR-50 Tejas for us. It's a 802 grain bullet. With it's coming out at a muzzle velocity between 2675 and 3200 feet per second, based off the you know, the powder configuration. Wow. So it's custom made. It's a it's custom made based around Markley's you know camouflage the, the weapon he would actually carry in the field. Uh, Brad put a lot of time and effort into it, and, and uh, Debbie has helped help us design that. It's signed by both Charlie and by Brad, um, and we're taking that out beyond the range of what a normal 50 caliber can't complete so they were success so charlie successfully hit twice at two miles yes and i think with the new ballistics we'll be able to take that out to the three the 3.1 miles or 3.2 miles that we'll be shooting next time that'll be awesome that's gonna be sweet and and talk about pressure with that one too you had uh that um what was it called above it and it just shattered that from the pressure what oh the canopy (laughs) easy up the, the it was easy down after that. No, not the canopy. No, I'm not talking about the canopy. I'm talking about that. Um, oh, the the uh, chronograph. The chronograph. Thank you. Yes, right. had a, a chronograph set up on it, and uh, after like two shots, it just it didn't like it. It, sh- it shattered that chronograph. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, talk about talk about your design on that 50 Tejas, Brad. That's that's actually a real old one. I've been doing that for whew, 35, 30. 30, 35 years. It's just the bullets have been getting increasingly better. So it's the same thing. It's a straighter case. It holds 90 grains more powder. Basically, you take a 300 wind mag and wow. dump it. In. Yeah. Everybody goes, why? Well, because I could. <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's coming. Yeah. Go ahead, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, just a good comparison on that. Uh, that first time we were shooting out there, we were shooting regular ball, 50 cal ammo, and they were they were dropping out of the sky. We couldn't get them to push past. Oh, 20, <laughs> they were. They were just dropping like dead ducks. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was twenty eight hundred, and uh, yeah, with Brad's round, we're we're hitting thirty five hundred consistently, or two miles. Yeah. So yeah. You, that's the difference between a a well designed bullet and a military grade bullet. Yeah, but uh, you hit it twice, so the two mile mark on the fifty Tejas has been achieved um, convincingly with the two. I mean, two bam bam hits. So uh, we got that. It was like success, and then you broke out. I think Jeremiah, did you break out the three three eight? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's just uh, it was a three thirty eight Lapua. It wasn't one of the okay. So this was a Lapua Tejas rounds, but yeah. Well, just imagine what a Tejas round would do if you were hitting it with uh, a Lapua. Right. Well, we got to see a little bit of what what it would do with that. Um, the four hundred eight three hundred eight four hundred eight. Yeah, that thing was nuts. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's pretty insane. Definitely wouldn't you wouldn't believe it unless you saw it. But yeah, four mo eight mm-hmm. dropping thousand yards that's pretty impressive for anyone well i think we, yeah, it was mills it was four mills oh was it mills okay. yeah ivy was mills and the scope was moa and we're, oh. everybody's so excited about hitting we didn't figure out mmms so. uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was one of the the obstacles we had to overcome too is a lot of people were shouting out mills other people were shouting out moa and, it, it got, and that gun is both yeah it, it and then you them together yeah, <laughs> so, it, was still, it was still flat and fast, and it did hit the two miles in the wind. So, well, so even twelve, even twelve MOA at a thousand yeah. yards—that's like half of what most rounds do. Yeah, and it's it's running a three hundred grain at thirty-three and change. This is the three three eight four zero eight. Yes, and that's just first loading. 
I mean, I've shot this thing 19 years ago, but it took me that long to get the second gun mill. <laughs> and so we've got a lot, a lot to gain there. I was going to say, what are your expectations for, for the, for this round, this rifle? I think we can get, um, 6,500. I think we can get that out of it. Once I get a little more speed up, I want to get into a solid bullet. Cause that was burgers doing that, which was really impressive for a, a, a lead core bullet to hit the two miles. That was, I was impressed. Right. They shot good. This isn't a call-in show, guys. We're not taking not taking questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then the other little underdog. Yeah, the next the next up is a powerhouse. 20, a little twenty-two, and it's not little. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> by any means. So you guys are thinking, you know, twenty-two long, twenty-two magnum. No, this twenty-two is. Uh, it's got a donkey donk. <laughs> donkey donk. <laughs> Yeah, so we're running a 77 grain, almost 3,800, and it's a solid. Wow. And four shot, we're packing up, but the four shot hit was three feet left to two miles, so it will be there. Yeah, so we just, just ran out of day for that one. Uh, otherwise, you would have nailed it. Yeah, it's 1,000, a mile, then two miles, just like that. Boom, boom, boom. It was just spot on. It's yeah, like, and it was getting there. It was shitting and getting. It was getting there quick. Yeah, yeah, it was. So that one's definitely going to do the two miles, maybe more. Don't know. Yeah, that's amazing. So, and the I had the the GoPro set up down by the the target for the sixty five hundred. I wish I'd have had it on the the two mile. I didn't have it set up on the two mile, but we'd have got some good impact shots on that. But unfortunately, we didn't get. That. That's all right. Did you guys have any cameras set up on the two mile? Don't think we, we had them set up on both, but I don't know what we really got off of it because it it wasn't talking all the time. Yeah. No. Yeah, there wasn't anything viable on there. Yeah, so, I think on the next, I think on the next shot we should bring uh, quite a few GoPros and get different angles for winded down elevation for the different targets. Yeah, definitely. Because those seem to uh, pick up pick up the shots pretty good out at distance. If we can get the signal, we could set up a uh, a device down there and do a live feed. That's guy. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Which, speaking of guy, I mean that's what made the the whole trip possible for Talking Lead to be there. Southwest Telephone Company, Fordham Tactical. Guy Connor, appreciate you uh, making that possible. I know the lead heads are very appreciative of it. Uh, all the the viewers and, and coverage that we got on Facebook and, and Instagram, uh, you could tell everybody was really enjoying that. So thank you for making that possible. Anytime. Well, we got, we got one coming up, so don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it unless you mean it. <laughs> but uh, talk about talk about your involvement with this guy, with this shoot. I mean, we know you're involved with America's Mighty Warriors and the 50 Cal, uh, but you you know you've been with these guys for a while and taking part. Yeah, I've known Brad for I don't know somewhere around five to seven years, and we we formed our own FFL out here, Fordham Tactical in in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, primarily around the long distance precision, and we came up with the idea of building out building the uh, W you know the really the the America Mighty Warrior 50 caliber around both. Brad and Charlie making a long distance shot with it and then auctioning that off at SHOT Show. So just over over time, we've just been involved and come out and help out, pick stuff up, you know, but you've bring been beer. instrumental in providing the, the communications out there, the comms. So yeah, you know, thank you for that. We attempt, uh, my pleasure. I mean, w the next shot, we should have a unit set up to where we can transmit both sound and, and video directly back from a three to three to, to four mile shot on a direct line of sight. Nice. <laughs> That's going to be awesome. That's gonna be like watching golf. <laughs> <laughs> put a, a, put a hell of a lot more fun. Yeah, we need a laser beam that shows where the bullet flying. 
<laughs> yeah, that would be that, that. We could start doing TV series then, because people will watch it. You know, that's what that's what made golf so popular is being able to track the ball. And uh, same thing with poker. You know, until they developed those those little cams where they could see the the hands of the people. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's what made it so popular. Uh, with, yeah, uh, some trade some awesome tracers and we'll go world record breaking at night could do that yeah that might be something to look into how they track how they're tracking that golf ball you should be able to do the same thing with a bullet it's a little bit fast (laughs) well it's fast yeah it's a a little faster the technology is out there it's just the cost to get it to get there yep so need uh the hornady camera bullet (laughs) 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 call it the lead head Mm -hmm. put it on the bullet the lead yep. head. Well, very good. So, uh, not giving up. Great things were accomplished. Um, gonna gonna do it again. Coming up soon. We'll keep you guys posted. Be watching social media. Be listening to the podcast. And uh, you know, hopefully, we'll have some notice. This one kind of snuck up on us. We didn't have a lot of notice, but uh, we were there and we got it covered. And we'll do the same next time. Anything else you guys want to add? Am uh, overlooking anything on the shoot that we need to talk about? I think that's pretty good. I was trying to think if there was anything else. Well, and this wasn't part of the shoot, but, uh, you know, we had that extra day um, that we didn't go out, and we made the most of it. Guy and I got an invitation to go visit Brad at his laboratory, and I got to say, man, I am still in awe of of that and everything that you've done, and got to know you a little bit better also, and I want to have you back on the show I want to talk about your story because you've got a great story, man. I think uh, it's very interesting, and I know the leadheads would want to hear it. Well, we can do that. Uh, but uh, the first thing when I walk into the mad scientist laboratory, uh, I see this four by four. He's got tucked away in the back, and <laughs> I, and I and I don't I don't even say hi or anything. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I run straight back there to it. <laughs> can you can you talk about that? The four by four. Yeah. The the Frankenstein Land Cruiser or you know, Land Rover oh, that you built? Yeah, yeah, the, the Toyota or Shimoda. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> that thing. Yeah, that's, that's a machine. Yeah, it's a side business. So um, I've exported uh, engines to seven, eight different countries, been building those Land Cruisers. Oh, I built my first engine at 13, my first hot rod at 14, oh, first boy, Toyota. Man. I think I was 17 or 18. I did the first 350 Chevy automatic transmission Toyota done working with advanced adapters and I've done so many since then but that one I try to put so much in it no one will buy it but this is my 12th one so oh my gosh, first, that's amazing but that one yeah it's a 388 cubic inch engine it shifts at 6500 which is not normal uh, <laughs> normal here it's Tejas dude there's there is nothing normal in anything you do no normal. no I mean <laughs> Anyway, it's a hell of a rig. It's it's hooked up to a four-speed 700R4 automatic overdrive, then just the front half of a Chevy Blazer transfer case for high-low, and then the Toyota transfer case. So I've got 12 forward speeds, three reverse. It'll go as slow as you want or as fast as you want. I mean, it will white smoke all four tires, and those are 35s. <laughs> the seatbelts in it came out of Black Hawk helicopters. I mean, there's just a lot of neat stuff in this thing. Full cage, uh, front axle move forward three inches, rear move back three inches, and oh my god, it it's a, it's a it's an awesome sounding vehicle too. It it does rumble. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, it's 
How just, much? How much are you selling that for, Brad? One forty. How much? One forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as soon as I teach a lot more courses, I might. I'd love to buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And if we get you in in Nashville, uh, I think we reconnected you with Art, so I think that's gonna hopefully happen. Oh yes, sir. Uh, looking forward to it. But yeah, we got a couple courses coming up. I got one in, for the Operation Pay It Forward charity event. Oh, okay, they're, talk about that. They're, yeah, they're a great uh, charity. Uh, it's OPIF with Mike Burns and Mike Vanderhoof. They're out, they run it out of Utah, but they set up. Uh, they help veterans out all over the U.S. and take them on hunts and shooting. And it's a great program. So I got a course up in uh colorado springs the end of this month and then we're doing one out in utah the middle of uh, august also that's cool and name what's the organization called again it's opif operation pay it forward i'm looking yeah. at it right now yep and they're all the money they make goes straight to helping veterans it's not like some of them where they take salaries and stuff but yeah great organization i've been working with them for a few years now very nice. Uh, it's just uh, opif4ourvets.org, guys. Look that up. And they've got a calendar of their events there. I guess you're going to be – you're on there. Is it on your website? Can they go and check out your calendar on your website as, as well? Charlie Mike Precision? Uh, yeah, my website's still a work in progress. Oh, I got you. I got you. Uh, I'm pretty sure they've got one there. I just did a little quick look. Um, the fourth annual fundraiser banquet coming up. There's some sponsorship levels available there. And these guys are in Utah. Yeah, they they're all over. So they they they're building a lodge out here in Abilene, Texas, also. So we'll Abilene, be doing courses nice. up there. And then uh, they got one in Kansas. I teach at up there the uh, that big pheasant hunting ranch, Ringneck Ranch out there. They do one. I just finished up a course out there for them too. Nice. We need to get these guys on the show. And let them talk about their organization. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'll hook you up. I'll send you uh, Mike Burns's info. Cool. Hey, guy, tell them about the outfit you hooked up with too out of Texas. Uh, train our troops. There you go. What's the yeah, name? Uh, it's called Train Our Troops, and it's a, put together by a couple couple people that uh, one they're never, they haven't been veterans. They're not veterans, but they wanted to help veterans out. So they take they they take veterans and run them through a series of courses that would cost twelve, fifteen, thirty thousand dollars. Whether it's juniper training for network switching to um, pole climbing and 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 tower maintenance and in the cell phone world. And run these, run them through the co- the courses at no cost, and then there's jobs waiting for them at the end of that. And they're in the midst of working with Debbie Lee and themselves to see if they can get this really certified by the VA and um, I think the Department of Education. So there's a pay, so there's a payment at the end of that once they complete it. Nice. So it's just trainourtroops.org. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, very good. And they're out of Texas too, right? Yeah, they're out of uh, they're out of Austin, Texas, and they're setting up an office here in Las Vegas. Also, very, very cool. cool. Yeah, that is awesome. You guys check that one out too. It's trainourtroops.org. Very cool. Well, guys, thank you so much. I think that uh, that wraps up our Utah visit, but uh, I wanted to um, talk a little bit about Brad's uh, Mad Scientist Laboratory there. I mean, it's just amazing. Words can't describe it, and I'm sure he doesn't want me to describe it, but <laughs> a lot of the stuff that he was showing me is uh, hush, hush, top secret uh, stuff, but... Uh, it was truly an honor to be able to to go and check that out. So thank you for inviting me. I appreciate sure, it. Of course, glad you got to. Oh man, it's it's a tiny it's, little place. It's never busy. forget it. <laughs> Hope to come back. Yes, we uh, need to build one. I've got some ideas. Okay, I've got some ideas. There's still more Tejas is being built. Teja, yeah. I mean, the throw. We didn't even talk about the 307 round. This is episode 307. Yeah, uh, we kicked off the show. I was going to talk about the 307 Winchester. So right. 
There is an actual 307 Winchester cartridge out there, ladies and gentlemen. And Brad knew that. Because <laughs> I was saying, you know, damn, we should wait one more episode. It'll be episode 308. You know, we can you know tie it in with a 308 cartridge. He goes, well, there's a 307. <laughs> yep. and, it, and it's fairly recent, you know, as far as yeah. gun yeah. history goes. And made for a lever action. And basically, it's a 308 with a rim on it. And it was a pretty cool little deal. So it yeah. just didn't didn't stick. Didn't it's still out there, but, you know. Yeah, I'm sure it's hard to find. The, the 307 Winchester uh, is the parent case of the 356 Winchester and propriety round of the 6.5 JDJ. Yeah, J.D. Jones. Okay. He does a lot of stuff for uh, encores and contenders, so he needs everything rimmed. It's a lot easier to get them extracted. Gotcha. But it, this Same. was... 1982 yeah. was when this uh, was introduced by Winchester. So very yeah. cool. And I think Marlin tried to come out with one um, to do it yep. as well, we read. Yeah. Tubular. Tubular. Is that where tubular comes from? The circle <laughs> tubular, dude. So a little, a little history, a little facts to fight the myth right there from, uh, yeah. from the mad scientist Brad Starr, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but, yeah, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Talking Lead podcast. Big thanks to all our sponsors, Right On Optics, the official optics of Talking Lead. Check them out at RITON.com. You can put optics in there. You can put USA in there. I think it all comes up. Uh, and yep. you can link to them from our website as well. Modern Spartan Systems, uh, favorite lube of Brad Starr and Charlie Melton. Keeping those guns. And Guy. And Guy <laughs> and yeah, everybody. Modern Spartan Systems for all your gun cleaning and lubricating needs. They've got everything you need. They even got some glass cleaner too for your for your awesome. scopes right. and your glasses. And your yeah, it works good for your glasses too. I know Tia is constantly messing her glasses up, and she's like wiping them off with her shirt and this that. I was like, use this stuff. So she started using that. I think you call it Crystal Clear. Crystal yep. Clear, and uh, she's rocking and rolling. But what I did, I got to tell you, you know, their their Crystal Clear is in a little spray bottle. Right. A little spray bottle. I, I've been after them to get their uh, accuracy oil in a spray bottle. So I took one of my crystal clears and emptied that out, and I put the accuracy oil in there, and I made a, I made my own little spray bottle. So. That works. It does work good. I actually put it in a needle dripper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you can put a drop exactly where you want it and get down inside the gun. Yeah, be a little, a little more precise. Uh, yeah. But don't mix the bottles up is what I was going to say if you do that. Yeah. Because, <laughs> If you spray your glasses with the accuracy oil, you're going to have a bad day. <laughs> it's going to be a little greasy. Yeah, it's going to be a little, little greasy. You'll uh, be fishing. Keltec Weapons, official sponsors of Talking Lead, and uh, giving away that CP33. So stay tuned for details on the CP33 22 long pistol that they've got out. Uh, shoots really good. I'm sure. Have you seen it yet, Brad? You seen yes. It? Yeah. I like it. It's pretty cool. Maybe you can yeah. Tejas that. Are you talking about the twenty-two Magnum one? They have a twenty-two Magnum one, but this is their twenty-two long. They just came out with it. All right. Yeah, that twenty-two Magnum, that's a good shooting little pistol. It is. It really is. Uh, this one holds 33 rounds in just their standard magazine, thus the CP33. Um, and then they've come out with their new uh, KSG, the single tube, KSG shotgun, the KS7. So it's lighter, uh, more maneuverable pretty cool check them out keltechweapons.com fordham tactical southwest telephone again thank you guys so much who's banging on their keyboard <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for uh, making the trip possible and we look forward to doing more with you guys in the future 
Like, yeah, excited to see it happen again. Oh, anytime. We can't wait for the next one. We and should have some, uh, some enhanced comms out there this time. ASP flashlights, ASP USA. Check them out. They've got all kinds of gear besides flashlights. Uh, they really take care of our law enforcement men and women over there. ASPUSA.com. We're giving away three of their XTDF flashlight kits. $170 value each. We've given one away. Going to give away two more. Um, 1776 United official swags sponsors of Talking Lead. Get your t-shirts, get your patches. Uh, 1776united.com. You want to get your leddy? Keep your drinks cold. Keep your drinks hot. Get your leddies at dipstick123.com forward slash Talking Lead. Actually, it's dip123.com forward slash Talking Lead. You get your leddies. And speaking of ladies, we're going to give one away right now. Who's who's on Facebook? Who's got Facebook? Who's able to get to Facebook? Uh, oh, I can. Okay, go ahead. Hold on. Go to go to Facebook, Jeremiah, and scan down to our coverage from the shoot in Utah. Okay. I think there might be like a quick link to a video or something when you first pull it up there. Pick one of those, click on it, and then just randomly go down and people that commented pick pick somebody, and that's going to be the winner of of our limited edition 300th episode talking lady, somebody who commented. Um, let's go with uh, Rick Wasson, W-A-S-S-O-N. Rick Wasson. Yep. Congratulations, Rick. You are going to win a limited edition talking lady 300th episode. Send me an email, talkingletgmail.com with your contact info, and we'll get that sent to you. You're also going to get a rat's tourniquet from rat's tourniquet. Good buddy Jeff Kirkham over there is uh, donating a lot of these tourniquets to you leadheads. So we're gonna got a lot more of these to give away. I've got forty percent discount uh, codes for Safari Land, and I know several of you leadheads have emailed me for those codes. I've sent those. I've got tons more to give out. So if you want forty percent discount at Safari Land, send me an email talkingled at gmail.com, and uh, I'll hook you up with a. 40% discount code from Safari Land. Thanks to Keith Garcia for giving us those. I mean, I've got I've got over 100 of these things, so I got a bunch. Plenty to go around. You guys want a 40% discount code to Safari Land? Sure. Sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll use it. Brad's like, I'll just make my own. <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. I'll just make my own. I've got something I put in it. Uh, and, of course, Dooley Defense for supplying the uh, 22 silencer. Big thanks to Nick Dooley over there, one of our uh, biggest leadhead supporters, and Bud over at X Steel Targets for the set of gongs, and then also for providing the targets for Charlie Shoot. Um, maybe we can get him to do for this next one some sort of some, some sort of a jack wagon uh, target that we can target. shoot at. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe do a, a Hillary Clinton one or an Obama one or something. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with something that's cool. Um, but yeah, keep your suggestions, everything coming. Talking at gmail.com. Be looking for those. Make sure you're uh, participating in our giveaways. And we're going to be giving away the silencer in the next couple of episodes. So we're going to be picking the winner of that. Uh, and then I want to go ahead and give away a gift card too, another 1776 United gift card. So how do you guys suggest we randomly pick one of those for a winner? Any good suggestions? Just like Caller number five. Caller number five. <laughs> Who's on Instagram? Who's got Instagram? Where's my phone? I can at? get there. I can't even phone. Somebody call me so I can find my phone. Here it is. 
All right, so uh, Jeremiah is randomly going to Instagram. He's picking a post. Which post did you pick, Jeremiah? Um, I've already scrolled away from it, so I don't actually remember. It was, I think it was a picture. It was a picture that had multiple pictures. The first one is it the one of the muzzle break? It, yeah. Yep. All right. So and uh, the comment was "Send it, Charlie," and some knuckles. Okay. And that was from John Adams. Yes, sir. All right, the John third. Adams, the third. You are the winner of the $25.1776 United gift card. So congratulations to you. Send me an email, talkingledgmail.com, and I'll get you the code so you can use that. Hopefully you'll use it to buy a Talking Lead t-shirt or a patch, but you can use it for anything on their website. They've got cool stuff, so I won't be mad if you buy something. It's really cool. All right, guys, that does it. That wraps us up. Charlie, thank you so much for taking the time to be on, getting us an update, and uh, looking forward to the next shoot, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to happen. Brad, thank you. You betcha. We're going to have you on. I want to get you on. We want to hear your story. We're going to do just a a whole episode on on Brad's life story. It's a movie, I'm telling you. It could be a Hollywood movie. I ain't going to fit in one episode, I could tell you already. Maybe we'll do a like one of those Netflix things. Many series. Documentary. Yeah. It needs to be a documentary. Tejas, a series. A netumentary. <laughs> Jeremiah, thank you for being on. I guess we can unofficially make this uh, an optics one-on-one course. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Our July optics and one-on-one course. There's always something to be learned. That's right. That's right. Right on optics. Check them out, guys. Jeremiah is jmac on Instagram. You can yep. follow him there. And Guy. <laughs> you're, you're starting to become a regular man <laughs> it's like your third episode right third time you've been on i think second time so is this the second time okay second time first time was debbie and, and then second time one. okay well you're welcome back anytime again it's an honor thank wouldn't you. have been possible without you so thank you for sponsoring the leadhead brigade at the shoot man it was it was awesome oh, so worth it We'll be at the next one. And then, of course, America's Mighty Warriors. You guys who want to get that 50 Tejas, they can go to your website, which is... Is swtel.com forward slash AMW. And that's you can you register. Get a ticket for the, the 50 Tejas. You're going to do a drawing at SHOT Show, right? Not, not a drawing. We're actually doing an auction. We'll be doing an, an auction. auction. It's an auction. Not a drawing. It's an auction. auction. That was an auction. Uh, we are talking about another one, right? To do a drawing? Yeah. We're talking about putting together another one that will actually raffle off. Ooh. So. That'll be sweet. So Brad, Brad's pulling together the, the necessary equipment so we can make that happen. That'll be sweet. Okay. Well, there you go, guys. So if you don't so you get outbid on that one, then you got an opportunity maybe for a random Oh, give your um, your social media and Instagram, Brad. Okay. Social media is Instagram, Tejas underscore rifles. And then it's just performanceguns at gmail.com. Or perf guns, sorry. P E R F guns at gmail.com. Tejas. T E J A S. Tejas. Correct. Rifles. Tejas underscore rifles, right? Correct. Charlie. Charlie Mike Precision. You you know all your stuff? Uh, Yes, all Charlie Mike Precision at at com or Facebook or Instagram. Instagram. All right, Leadheads, that wraps up another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. We will be back next week with another awesome episode, so stay tuned. But until then, as always, keep your loved ones close. And your firearms closer. (laughs) (laughs) I think we got it. I think we're dealing with that. (laughs) Brad Starr, Performance Guns. Great to be on this show again. 
300 episodes. Man, Leadheads, you're making it happen. It's awesome. Hey, Leadheads, Jeremiah Alexander, J-Mac, congratulations on the 300th episode, and Right on Optics is happy to be part of it. <laughs>